Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, hello. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast episode 164, how to transform not feeling good enough. Not feeling good enough, which is at the core of every woman on planet Earth. Maybe we should start with talking about why. Mm, 10,000 reasons why. Because <laughs> all they have to do is open their eyes in the morning and be bombarded with messages on how they should be better skinnier, prettier, more, like every message, richer. Oh my God. Every message is that they are not enough as they are. And that's why they need X, Y, Z as if somehow that thing is going to give you the feeling of not being good enough. I mean, the world, like I literally think of predator and prey, like the world is the predator, like our culture and patriarchy, the beauty industry, the dating culture is the predator and they are preying on this feeling and why this episode is so important to me, why every episode of the new truth is important to me. But this one in particular is because this is your protection. Like this is how feeling good enough, knowing you are enough is the thing that transforms your life is the thing that stops you from ending up in dysfunctional relationships is the thing that stops you from wasting money on shit. You don't need is the thing that builds authentic friendships. Like it's the, it is the magic essentially of what self-love is, but I've never met someone who doesn't feel this way. And I want to say, I can feel that I can feel not good enough spending 30 seconds on fucking Instagram, you know, mm. like, like comparison and jealousy and our image obsessed culture is also really, really, really damaging. So I, when we talk about this today, I want to make sure people know this isn't some feeling you arrive in. Like in my experience, it's a feeling I continuously nurture, right? It's a feeling I take responsibility for. Oh, I'm spending too much time on Instagram and noticing I now don't feel enough or feel like I'm a bad mom or I'm doing something wrong in my life. Oh, okay. That's because I just spent too much time on Instagram. Let me come back to myself. So if you've been with us for a while and you know, both Kate and my work is about coming home to yourself. It's about being able to connect to yourself no matter what is going on out there. But please know, because if we perpetuate the story that you magically arrive at a feeling of not being good enough, we're, we're just as bad as all the other shit. Like this isn't a feeling that you arrive in and then never leave. It's a feeling that you root into and you know how to come back to again and again and again, a feeling that you water, a feeling that you nurture and take care of. And that's what both Kate and I commit to. It's what the practices of the heart do. So I just said a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love everything you said and that's exactly it. It's like 
just know that inside of you lives a place that is place. ever so abundantly good enough and more than good enough that is worthy and that is lovable and that is uh that is has tremendous value and mm. gifts and is pure and pristine and untouchable and that part of you was there when you were little actively playing out little kids aren't like am i good enough until they go to school and learn like or until their parents are like you need to be more like your sister or you should behave more like this. What about your friend is so polite? Why aren't you that way? And we get compared by our families to other people. We get thrown into the school system where we're all taught to be a certain way instead of being fostered for who we are. They don't stick you in school and go, okay, Catherine, I want to get to know the magic of your soul so we can, we can figure out what your gifts are and we can tend to those and water those and watch them grow. No, that would be a really healthy school system. What the school system does is like, this is who you need to be in order to, um, I don't know, make it in the world or whatever. And it, it, it brings us so far away from who we are. And then we start operating from this false identity. There's this wounded little girl inside who all of a sudden has made meaning of this world around her, telling her who to be. And your saboteur, the voice in your head, that's constantly having you make choices that go against the truth of who you are. So just know that that unwavering self-worth lives inside of you at all, in all moments. And it's just about learning how to live from that place, learning how to make choices from that place. And the longer you're on this journey, the easier it gets to make those choices. Yes, and yes. like, yes, yes, there's moments of forgetting and there's moments of operating from our smaller insecure, not good enough self, but you catch it quicker when you've been on the path yes. longer because you know the contrast of how it feels to live a life that is rooted in the worth of who you are. That's it. That it's, you know, how to come back faster, mm. right? That there is a place of home that you can come to no <laughs> matter what. And the thing that you know kills us both about the feeling of not being good enough is this mm. is what's driving every dysfunctional relationship choice. This is what's driving you sleeping with someone before you're ready. This is what's driving you being the mother in a relationship and thinking you have to prove your worth to the guy that you're dating. This is the, the thing that drives you being unwilling to ask for what you need or set boundaries because the feelings of inadequacy and not good enough, you will forever chase outside of you until you learn how to have it inside. And one of my like classic sayings is one, you dated the level of your self-esteem. First of all, that's, that's not a Catherine saying that's like a truth. <laughs> you dated the level of your self-esteem. The Catherine saying is you will date and have reflected back to you, whatever your beliefs about yourself are. Right. So if you constantly don't feel good enough with the person you're dating, I promise you, that's not the person for you. Hmm. Right. And if you don't feel good enough constantly with the friends that you're with, I promise you, those are not the friends for you because the gift of healthy love, the gift of healthy friendship, the gift of healthy partnership is that, that, that inadequacy and the feeling of not being good enough can't actually sustain itself. Like that's the magic of love. Actually, that's the elixir of healthy love is my limiting beliefs about myself. Can't stand right. That the light becomes too bright or something like, like they melt away. And it's also not your partner's job to make you feel good enough. Yeah. 
And everyone is also chasing this, right? Like getting attention on a dating app or getting a good morning text or having sex for one night stand. Like we, we are so, when you're not feeling good enough, you are starving and that's how you accept crumbs. And I can't, I mean, the metaphor of the flower I use like all the freaking time about like, you don't get mad at a flower for not growing in cement right? It's like, if you don't thrive in a dysfunctional relationship, that's not your fault, right? The environment sucks. But I love what you just said about there is a place, but that's it. Like you have to be nurturing that place, right? Like if there is a light, there's a plant inside your soul, your soul needs you, right? Your soul is always going to be there. It doesn't go away. However, your relationship to it is dependent on what you do every single day. And it is going to be so easy to feel like shit if you never make time for your soul. It's going to be easy to feel like shit if you spend all your time on Instagram. Like, I I don't want to like go on a 20 minute rant about Instagram right now, but like, I am really worried about but our you society. Do. You do. And I think I'm really worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like, I mean, even as a mother, like, I can't believe I felt, I mean, I was very vulnerable those first few weeks of motherhood and, and it's still predatory. Everyone has the answer about how you should fucking parent your kid, how you should sleep with your kid, what you should do with your kid. If you're a good mom, you're doing this. If you're a bad mom, you're doing this. Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's the same thing with dating, right? If you don't feel good enough, you're watching bullshit YouTube videos about the five text messages to send, right? Or what you think you should do rather than, okay, this is the question. If I believed I was good enough, what would I do today? If I believed I was good enough, how would I handle this situation? If I believed I was good enough, what would I do with this person that I'm dating who I feel like shit with? If like, that's it. And, and this is a, you know, 12 step saying it's also a Buddhist psychotherapist practice. This is like the practice of the ages and personal development acting as if actually works. It's not spiritual bypassing. It's not fake positive thinking bullshit. It's about taking responsibility for how you move through the world. Act as if you are good enough. And that honestly is one of the things that changed my life. I started doing that. And then I started taking responsibility for how I spent my time, right? I could see, I had major Instagram addiction, wasting so much time online, wasting so much time looking for answers outside of myself. It was only when I nurtured my relationship with my soul that I could arrive at the root of, I am enough. I am worthy, regardless of what my parents said, regardless of what every ex-boyfriend I ever had felt like, that's how you take your power back. And you know, I'm the like inner child expert. I'm that's the core of my work. And you, your parents, again, either fostered that belief in you or they took it away from you, but you're an adult now. You're not in your childhood home anymore. It is your responsibility to feel that way, just like it is your responsibility to take responsibility for your well-being and happiness. A relationship will not make you happy. A relationship will not prove to the world that you're good enough. A relationship, a fucking engagement ring is not proof that you are now lovable. Nothing, none of those things are, mean anything. Right. And it's your responsibility to nurture the feeling of good enough. And that's how you transform it. Actually, you realize that, oh, I have to nurture my soul. I have to tend to my soul. I have to have compassion for myself around my soul. I really have been thinking a lot about compassion lately, actually, as like the most transformative force there is. But that's it. You tend to yourself.
Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things you said that I want to speak to. Um, I, I'm first I'm going to speak to the act as if, because that is, that's essentially the work that I do with women with uh, awakening your heroine coming home to your heroine. So you, you have, I obviously on the podcast, I talk a lot about the saboteur and our protective mechanisms and the five different saboteur archetypes. There's also your heroine, which is really your soul self and learning how to live from that place. That's already there inside of you. And one of the things that we do on the journey, both in my reclamation program and at my immersion in Greece, women name their heroine and they start to act as her. And what this does, it's kind of like an alter ego. And mm. one of like this, my work was inspired from many different things I studied over the years, but one of my counselors training programs had an alter ego weekend and we had to show up for an entire weekend as a character. And I was assigned Mrs. Fokker from Meet the Fockers. <clears throat> the sex therapist, because I was really sexually shut down and very shy talking about sexuality. And, and it was totally a repressed part of me. I was at very in very girl energy at the time. I was like 26 or 27. And that weekend changed my whole life because I embodied the um, Barbara Streisand's character from Meet the Fockers, the sex therapist for the whole weekend. And I had to put on a workshop in front of my class and I, I channeled her. I just became her because everything, like think about acting, a good actor is just embodying those qualities inside of themselves. Joaquin Phoenix talks about how he's fallen in love with every counterpart. He's played a romantic a relationship with in every movie he's been in because he actually embodies the feeling of love. And so he can't not fall in love with them. It's the same thing. So all of the qualities of your heroine are already inside of you. So let's talk about jealousy for a second in comparison, right? When we are in our saboteur or that little girl inside is, is leading the way, we are constantly comparing ourselves to everyone around us and thinking, wow, she has something I don't have. We're on social media thinking everybody else has it all together. Everybody else is happy. Everybody else is more beautiful looking at their filtered faces and their right. Botox. Right injected faces and and we're all thinking we're supposed to be the same and comparing ourselves to each other that's what the saboteur does but the the heroine every everything you see in someone else is a reflection of something if you're feeling discord inside of you and looking at a really sensual woman and thinking wow she's so sensual i'm the worst i suck this was me um, I always compared myself to sensual women because I was shut down for my sensuality. So everyone is just a mirror. So instead of judging yourself and putting yourself down, mm. when you compare yourself to another woman, what is she reflecting that's repressed inside of you? And then start to put your attention there instead of thinking you need to get bigger lips in order to be sensual, go take a sensual dance class and start to unlock your sensuality, start to explore the different corners of your sensuality, take a tantra class, start to explore your sexuality, start to explore your body, your breath, that there are so many ways to unlock these parts of you. So whatever you're looking for in a romantic partner, what are those qualities? 
Start to embody those inside of yourself. Start to stoke the fire and get to know and water, like you said, the garden, water those different qualities inside of yourself. Whatever you are seeing in everyone else is a reflection of parts of you that you're just disconnected from. And all you have to do is start to turn towards them, start to feed them, start to tend to them, start to nurture them, start to get to know them. So you could even name your heroine. And then in those moments of not believing in yourself, like before you go on a date, become her. Choose a name that expands you, that feels really exciting and inspiring and be like, all right, I'm bringing, I don't know, saboteur, I'm, I was going to say I'm bringing Tiffany, whatever, whatever her <laughs> name is. I'm bringing Barbara today to the date and let yourself embody a new part of yourself. It's a practice. It's a practice. And and I think I love that the, the, we needed to come back to, and we have a really epic episode specifically on jealousy and comparison, but these are the things that block you from feeling good enough. And I'm going to just keep coming back to dating culture, right? What men want 50 things that men want, how to make him want you. All the messages are about that. You should be different than you are. Yes. <laughs> um, and the truth of healthy relationship is two people with high levels of self-esteem who feel good enough and who aren't trying to prove who they are to each other and recognize that they are imperfect. Like I'm going to do a little rant on what self-esteem actually is for a second, because I do think, and this was true for me, um, around self-esteem, part of self-esteem is actually owning your gifts. So self-esteem is I can own my gifts and know that they don't make me better. And I can own my imperfections and know they don't make me worse. Self-esteem is I am neither better than nor less than anyone else, but I can be both with my imperfections and my gifts. And I'm sure this is like, I mean, this is why the immersion is so fucking powerful because all you do is be in your gifts <laughs> for a week in Greece, but um, I'm, I've never met a woman who's dealing with feelings of inadequacy, have an easy time bragging or owning the things that she's good at, or the things that she's proud of, or the things that are wonderful. And then you think about dating and that's what you're all bonding over your wounds and your trauma and your insecurities. How about one of the best, this is again, why, why self-esteem and feeling good enough is your protection watch what someone does when you share the things that you're proud of and that you are excited about and the things that you're good at and the things that are moving you in your life rather than leading with your insecurities and your self-doubt and you're not feeling good enough, right? We had, I'm thinking about Dr. Valerie um, Rain and patriarchy stress disorder, right? That book, incredibly powerful. She helps normalize why so many women feel this and, you know, we're, we're normalizing it on the podcast, but just because it's normal doesn't make it right. Like, oh, okay. Every woman feels this way, but we want to lead the revolution that women no longer feel this way. Because if every one of us was acting like we were enough, I'm pretty sure everyone around us would have to step it up, right? Because we wouldn't tolerate bullshit anymore. We wouldn't tolerate feeling like shit in our bodies. We wouldn't tolerate not taking care of ourselves. And I my path to feeling good enough started with one leaving my horrible on again, off again relationship that you all heard about. And then two, going to Hawaii and doing something for myself and then making a commitment to never feel like shit again, right? Making a commitment to have a relationship with my soul 
another episode, Rachel Maddox's episode about marrying your soul's aliveness, right? She, and, and it's no different than our message, but the message of that episode was when you marry your own soul, when you're connected to your soul, people will either meet you there or not. And when you're insecure and not feeling good enough, you're afraid to be there, right? You think it's your job to prove who you are. And this is why you're tired in relationships. If you're an over-functioner in relationship, if you're always the mother, guess what? You're driven by trying to feel good enough. You think I'll be good enough if I take care of him and I do everything for him. If, if you are always the one initiating dates and you're never able to just pause long enough for a guy to approach you or to initiate with you, you don't feel good enough and you're scared of not having what you need. At the root of not feeling good enough is so much fear, right? And at the end of the day, I, I, it is this simple, it's obviously not this easy but I think that there's like a grown up lesson here of just like being a grown up means taking responsibility for yourself. It means when you look at your day ahead, how are you spending your day? Are you nurturing the garden of you and are you tending to your soul or are you not? Those are the choices. Are you letting fear run every decision of your life or are you letting love? I hated myself. And you and I both have talked about our stories about this. Like I hated myself. I thought that I was like the shit that lived on top of shit. Like really, like I, I had no self-esteem and the way that I found myself was by having appropriate witnessing and reflection of people telling me the gifts that they saw in me telling me the impact that me being in a room was having. Like, this is why relationship matters so much. You can either lose yourself in relationship or find yourself in relationship. And I'm not talking about only romantic ones. I'm talking about friendships because all of a sudden one day I was like, I have to believe what all my friends are saying and having the constant reflection, which is what the gift of coaching is, by the way, right? Someone who's reflecting back to you, the truth that we see in you, Kate and I fall in love with every single one of our clients. And Kate and I have a problem where we can't stop thinking about you. Even if we worked with you like 10 years ago, you still are in our heart and in our minds. And we're always rooting for you because once we, once we get the gift of seeing someone's soul, how can you forget you all become unforgettable to us. And there's nothing like you want to be a memorable woman, like the woman who walks in the room with nothing to prove. And I know you're tired, right? Like it, it's exhausting to constantly be proving yourself to the world. It's exhausting to be somebody's mother in a relationship. It's exhausting to be wasting your money away on shit that is not going to make you feel better, like changing the way you look and and investing in things that don't have any ROI, <laughs> like that aren't actually about your soul. And the thing that is hard, and, and I have to speak to this because I have a lot of people in doing date, doing the dating coaching work where they think it's still, it's still coming from, I'll be good enough if I learn this thing, right? Like I enter personal development or sign up for our programs because you think then I'll be good enough rather than, and this is the first module of homecoming, for me, belonging is the first module. I say, you have to know that because you're enough, that's why you're investing in yourself. Yes. It's why you're making time for yourself. That's why you're doing the work to become a grown up in love because you're not a little girl anymore. And you're not going to live at the affect of the world that has a big agenda on who you should be and what you should do. And we have an episode on how to trust yourself. We have a lot of fucking great episodes, Kate Harlow, how to, how to trust yourself <laughs> in love. 
is another good one because both like the gift of what happens when you love yourself and come home to yourself is you then trust yourself and that's your protection. And that's, I think probably my biggest lesson of motherhood right now, like six months in I'm watching my baby and I, like the, this, um, the connection that she and I have and how hard it has been. It has been hard to drown out other people's opinions and voices. Let me tell you, it has been so fucking hard. Um, my parent, my parents, the nanny, the magazines, the books, the Instagram, like there are so many opinions and it is only when I've been able to get quiet, when I have slowed down enough, where I just was able to say, this is about me and my baby. Just like when you do this work, you're going to be saying to yourself, this is about my soul and I. This is about my soul and I, what is right for my soul. And every time I've made decisions in alignment with my soul, my life has been beautiful. And every time I've made decisions that go against that, they've been a mess. <laughs> and they've been a mess, like my on again, off again relationship. And so there's there's nothing more important than this. And I feel like there's no escaping the the daily practice, the yeah. daily practice and being around people who help being around people who support your feelings of, of being good enough. And I think the last thing I'll say around this is being able to play like creative self-expression. Like that's why when I think about the alter ego, like, like letting yourself have fun, like trying on different energies, it's really hard to not feel good enough or like you're constantly going to feel not good enough if you can't access any other parts of you besides the one that you're well versed in when you get to play. And I know play is like such a huge part of the immersion and why it's so amazing is because the whole thing is about play and rest. Right. And, and the exploration of who you are and you get to do it away from your life, away from your day-to-day -day things where it is really hard to shift. That's why retreats are so unbelievably powerful. You know, it's, it's needed. You need a deep dive. I love it's called the immersion because you have to immerse yourself in the work in order to then carry it. And there's just no going back. I mean, I feel like every person who's gone to the immersion is like, you, it becomes an unforgettable experience. And that's what we want for you. And what true transformation gives is you can't go back to the way things were like, once you touch your soul at for real, you can't go back. Like once you know what it feels like to not live as a damsel and, and a victim to the world telling you who you should be and what you should wear and what you should do, you can't ever imagine living like that again. And I do believe in affirmations. I think they have to be backed up with action, but I just also want to plug that if you're like walking around saying bullshit things to yourself all day, like you're not going to feel good. You can start by saying, I am good enough, acting as if, and then having your choices reflect that truth. Yes. So much. Oh my gosh. Yes. My favorite thing you said is you become unforgettable. And, and I just want to highlight we have a very big problem. Social media is one of the core drivers of it, but it's, it's a woman's obsession with physical beauty mm. and this, mm -hmm. like, it's not even real beauty. Like the world we live in, the Kardashians, the, all the shit that we're seeing is actually not natural. It's not real. That's not beauty. That is it's, it's conforming. It's shape-shifting. It's changing who I am so that I fit into this societal standard or expectation of what I'm supposed to look like or what I imagine I'm supposed to look like, what I think I'm supposed to look like. And the reality is every woman is so fucking beautiful when she's home inside of herself. That's true mesmerizing. That's what's unforgettable. Not the woman whose face is totally frozen and has a new, a new 
nose and new boobs and new eye and like the 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 sickness that comes with all of that. Um, I mean, I have I have a couple of clients actually who've had their breast implants removed because they they realized they were tremendously sick, like incredibly sick. And they didn't know why. And they found out it, they actually had sickness from this, this thing, foreign object in the body that the body's always going to be fighting against. And so it sucks the life out of you because your body's fighting against it. I'm touching on this. And I say this with so much love because it's not our fault. This is patriarchy. This is our brainwashing. This is the obsession. The social media has created this fake world. And then we're comparing our human, our real human selves to this fake world and these fake this fake portrayal of what someone's life looks like on their Instagram and what they look like on their Instagram and all perpetuates obsession with other people's perception of us. It's nothing to do with how we feel. And those things, while they might make you convince yourself, you feel more confident short term, it's, it doesn't actually satiate you long-term, just like getting the boyfriend. Your, your mind is going to tell you, I'll feel good enough. Once I have a boyfriend, once I get married, once he proposes once, 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 none of those things will satiate you long-term. You will be chasing, you're chasing something you're chasing, feeling good enough from the outside and it will never satiate you long-term. And the reality is all this obsession with physical beauty and changing our physical appearance to try and be good enough is only going to, it's only going to lead you farther away from yourself because now you're not looking at you. And the only thing that's going to have you feel that deep love and reverence for yourself is getting to know you. And turning your attention away from what you think you're supposed to be and what your life is supposed to look like and who you're supposed to be and who you, how much money you should be making and what you're supposed to look like and how much you should weigh and all of this bullshit conditioning like that is empty. That is empty for every woman and every woman gets to a place one day and realizes like, oh, shit, I chased all these things and none of them made me feel enough. And so. I, I want to speak to this because I feel like this obsession is perpetuating this feeling not good enough. Yes. And so when you can turn your attention away from this idea of who you think you're supposed to be, because that will never make you happy ever. And you turn your attention towards yourself and get to know your own soul by going new places, exploring new things, investing in yourself in terms of your inner world and how you're like, invest, if you're going to invest in yourself, instead of spending thousands of dollars on the external, spend thousands of dollars getting to know the internal and shifting your relationship with yourself and where you're coming from within yourself and your support system around you, up-leveling all facets of your life so that you can actually feel good long-term. And when you don't feel good, you know what to do to get back to feeling good because that's who you are and that's who you're meant to be in this lifetime. And there's, I'm glad that you brought up gifts too, because every single human has extraordinary gifts inside of us. It's not like some people have gifts. Some people are like, why does, you know, Freddie Mercury or like, I don't know, Oprah or whatever. Some people have gifts and then, and those Cirque du Soleil people are, you know, doing all those <laughs> crazy things. Like why do they have special gifts? And then, and then we don't, everyone does, everyone but does. the reality is not most people are so far away from the truth of who they are that they, they miss out on the magic of their own soul. 
But when you come, when you do, go on your own homecoming, when you when you immerse yourself into the truth of who you are and you learn every corner of you, you get to see your magic. You get to feel your magic. You get to feel and experience your gifts. Your life purpose will unfold before you if it hasn't already. You'll see and feel your beauty beyond what you've ever known before because it comes from inside. And I know that's so cliche to say, but I have seen it thousands of times. Women are the most mesmerizing woman in any room is a woman who's alive and who's, who's, who's in touch with her soul and the magic of who she is, not the woman who's got the most plastic surgery in the room or the woman who's got the, the coolest, trendiest outfit in the room. That's not who's the most mesmerizing person in the room. It's the woman who's home inside of herself. So you want to experience dating from a place of good enough. That's it. And then when you're dating, there's no part of you that's like trying to get something from them. And it, I'm in a new relationship right now. And let me tell you, it is the most relaxing place to be when you're not like making meaning every two seconds and you're not needing approval, needing validation. You stop, you stop seeking that because you're home and you're just being yourself. And then you get reflected that it's magic. This is what's possible. I so appreciate that you always come back to the physical piece and like addressing it and and you're passionate about this. And I keep thinking how the reason we're obsessed with physical appearance is for men. Yeah. Like, 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 let's just be clear. If you are obsessed with what you look like, it's not for you. <laughs> it's to control how valuable you think you are with the, like control the perception other people have of you and for men, because under patriarchy, that's what's valuable. Young, beautiful women. And I have um, suggested the book, well, the two books that are I'm obsessed with, and hopefully we can get these authors on our uh, podcast, the beauty, beauty myth, the beauty myth um, book. And then you don't owe the world pretty is so, so, so good. Because in that book too, she also says you don't need to get married. It's like the best, it's like a whole, a whole chapter on that, but you don't owe the world pretty. And I know that there's like, there can be a paradox with this, but I want to add that there's a difference between caring about what you look like in order to control other people. And then when I think of my story, I have had, and I'm honestly still working this, this like mate, like just neglect of self. Like I want to acknowledge that just saying like, fuck you, I'm not going to care is actually not the answer. No. Right. Like beauty of doing the inner work you become and, and self-love is about caring for yourself and you will be radiant when you're nurturing. This is the thing. Come back to nurturing the garden of you drinking water, getting enough sleep, exercise, all those things are not just cute things to do. Your radiance is directly proportional to how well you are taking care of yourself. That's yes. why caring as in doing a million makeup tricks is not actually caring for your well-being. Like the answer is caring for your well-being and there's a reason there's a photo shoot at the immersion because women become come so home to who they are that the essence has to be captured because again, when you arrive at this place, there's no going back. Maybe you'll forget, but then again, like Kate said earlier in the episode, you know how to come back. Like that that's the magic. You don't get swept anymore by these feelings. And then most of all, you'll date someone who helps you feel more beautiful, who helps you feel more lovable than you've ever felt before. And then only from that place of fullness, do you even have love to give 
Because let's also talk about if you're walking around not feeling good enough, relationships are now only about you. Like that's the bad news, babe. You have nothing to give if you're on empty. You have nothing to give if you're just chasing validation. You have nothing to offer. You can't because you're on empty. So when you take care of yourself, when you've come home to your soul, when you're full, you have infinite energy and love to give because it's no longer dependent on anything. And then you magically, although not so magically, of course, it's like a, it's matter of fact, you end up with someone who's full for themselves too. And I think that's one of the things I'm the most proud of about my marriage is like each of us support one another's commitment to our own well-being, right? The relationship doesn't come first, actually. Like our individual well-being comes first. So then the relationship is nurtured because each of us are working on being full. Yeah. And then we have something to give to each other. So I feel like, I mean, this is like the podcast, like we could talk about this for like five hours, yes, um, but that's, that's it for me. That's it for it, me. I wanted to just reiterate is, that piece. Yeah. And I feel like everything, every episode is, comes back to this, comes back to this. Like every episode supports you feeling good enough and you operating from that place. Like you will feel worthy when you treat yourself as though you are. And I'm as glad that you brought in the piece. It's not about like, oh, that thing is the problem. It's where's it coming from within you? I'm so glad you brought up that piece about caring for yourself. Cause yeah, it's not like, it's like the woman who, you know, decides, okay, I'm dating from my patterns, fuck dating, and then stops dating altogether. That's not the point. It's like, where's this coming from? Am I making this choice for my physical beauty out of deep reverence and love for myself and care for myself and honoring for myself. I used to force myself to go to the gym and then I'd fall off the wagon on the wagon, off the wagon, mm. because I hated the gym, but I felt like I had to go to the gym. Mm. So I had this horrible relationship with the gym, but it was like, I was trying to force myself to do something that actually didn't feel good. So then I discovered Pilates and dance and I, I'm obsessed. I go every day, but not because I'm like, Oh, I got to look perfect. It's because it feels good. feels good. So that's the key is like, are you do? Because if the word look is in there, I want to look good. That's for other people. That's not for you. That's for other people. I want my life to look good. I have to check these boxes. So everything looks good. And, and then you're empty inside of your beautiful mansion inside of your beautiful body inside of your perfect face inside like that yeah. that's not the thing that's going to satiate you it's about how you feel so just start to turn your attention towards that notice the things that you're doing how are you feeling how is it feeling inside of you um yeah you get to treat yourself like the worthy queen that you are and then you will start oh that's another episode how to treat something about queen dating like a queen um, we have that one we have that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah treat yourself like the worthy queen you are and you will start to realize how beyond good enough you are and you don't have to make choices anymore that keep reinforcing that you're not but there's not. also pay attention to all the things you're doing right now that are keeping you feeling not good enough and make new choices from love we love you we love you we'll see you next week hi it's kate thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast for more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.